I'm Chris Costello, and welcome to On Cue. I look forward to sharing with you topics and guests which may be out of the ordinary and some very extraordinary people who are making a noticeable imprint in today's world. Three, two, one, happy New Year! The holidays are upon us, and with that can come that dreaded possibility of weight gain. Well, you may recall my interview with this amazing woman, Adrienne Everakis, a prominent life coach who has spent many hours and years helping to enlighten both men and women on ways in which they can enjoy a happier and healthier lifestyle. Not just in shedding the pounds, but shedding the old habits to bring in a new you. We've had so many emails come in following her appearance on On Cue, people with questions concerning the holidays and how they can enjoy the festive season without the gaining of weight. Does this mean we have to deny ourselves? Certainly not. But what we can deny ourselves is bringing back old habits that keep us tethered to disappointment and what I refer to as the perfect recipe for failure. Here to give us some tips and guidelines for the holiday season is my good friend and life coach, Adrian Everakis. Well, thank you, Chris. It's nice to be back. Adrian, just give us some quick tips on how all of us can enjoy the holidays without having to worry about pulling out the scale, seeing the pounds rise. It shouldn't put a damper on the holiday season. And also, I think it needs to apply to any and all celebrations year-round. Is that correct, Adrian? That is correct, Chris. We should all be able to enjoy what we like. But just like year-round, it's all about portion control. It's all about choosing the foods you really want at the holidays, as opposed to the ones you could have any time. Well, you know, we've had so many emails come in, and not just from the U.S., but from podcast listeners around the world who caught your first interview. So what I did is I went in and I lifted some of the questions which do fit in for the holidays, but remembering that this can apply all year round. And the first question comes all the way from Catania, Sicily, from Fabio. I am part Italian, so I know only too well how eating can become a major event. So, his question is, I enjoyed Adrian's interview and would love to know how I can get my girlfriend to cook healthy without upsetting her. We both need to lose some weight, but it seems difficult when she likes to cook the higher calorie foods like pasta. Believe me, you don't want to upset a Sicilian woman. Thank you, Fabio. I love that. You don't want to upset a Sicilian woman. Very true, there are some Sicilians on my side. <laughs> what would you say to Fabio? Looking for suggestions would be to just try to get her to cook with less oil, butter, and cream, and lighten up those recipes that she loves using healthier ingredients and more vegetables in her pastas, more vegetables in any other dishes that she makes, and keeping the portions of the richer food a little bit lower and the portions of the healthier food right there with them. That's a really great way to do Italian cooking. Well, also, you know, there there's pasta, I'm sure, in Italy, too, which is that vegetable base. It's not the high carb. So Fabio can possibly um, speak to his Sicilian girlfriend in a very nice way and maybe kind of ease her into the vegetable-based pasta, which, by the way, I have used. I love it. I don't feel as heavy. Pasta makes you feel heavy. Isn't it true? Very much so. And if they have access to the vegetable noodles, we call them here zoodles, they can be zucchini noodles, they could be butternut squash noodles, they can be 
uh, any kind that you make out of vegetables. Uh, there's a spiralizer that you get to make them. Some stores carry them ready-made, but they taste exactly like having pasta and so much healthier. I'm just curious, Adrian, because we all love the taste of, you know, the rich pasta, which is not the vegetable base, but your regular pasta. But it does it break down into sugar? And is that why we gain the weight from eating Correct. regular? Okay. It also makes you feel a really full, full, uncomfortable feeling, even though I love pasta, I could live on it. Um, but I have learned, too, you know, you like a tomato sauce, uh, even cutting up fresh tomatoes and using a lot of herbs, the basil and stuff with oregano in with the sauce. You can break down those tomatoes and make an absolutely wonderful sauce that doesn't have all of the extra added additives that a lot of our canned sauces have. Uh, so, you know, Fabio... I know you're listening because you said you were going to tune in. I would try easing your girlfriend into maybe even chopping up those tomatoes and doing, as Adrian said, maybe over in Italy they're called zoodles. Uh, but try, you know, a vegetable-based pasta. Then we have Angela all the way in Atlanta, Georgia. And she wrote in and she said, I finally dropped my weight and I have reduced my clothes size from a 16 to a 12. Congratulations, Angela. She said, I'm nervous about the holidays and all the food I'll be around. Please tell me how I can avoid this temptation. Good question. It's all about the portion size. She can have what she likes, but she's going to have to look at how much and how often. If you have it once for a special dinner and you want to have everything, have it. But then you have to watch the leftovers. You have to watch the food pushers that tell you to keep eating more. And then when it's not that holiday meal, you eat lighter on the days when there's no special occasion or even on the day of the special occasion. Just eat lighter during the day and save your calories for that special meal if it's in the evening. If it's lunchtime, then eat a light breakfast, eat your special meal at lunch, and a light meal at dinner time. It's all about balance. I agree with you on the balance. And, you know, what always got me nervous when I was trying to shed those extra pounds was going to someone's home where I felt I had very little control, if any. And you didn't want to be rude and say, no, I can't have this. I'm on a diet. No, I can't have that. I, I'm on a diet. You still can eat. It's just in the proportion. So if somebody is serving uh, whipped mashed potatoes, which I happen to love, instead of having, you know, a full cup full, maybe, you know, take it down to a half a cup. Uh, so you don't have to be rude. And it's true. You know, I find that if you eat more protein foods during the day or even the fruits, uh, it'll start to fill you up a little bit. Exactly. So that when you do sit down at the table, you don't feel like you're already stuffed from eating throughout the day and you can enjoy it. I, I do like that. And I, I'm definitely going to apply it this holiday season. And then question three, we have Evelyn in Dauphin, Manitoba, Canada. And she said this. My mother and I went through a weight loss program together. Now she gained her weight back. I'm still struggling trying to stay with it. I feel guilty losing and watching as she gained back what she lost. With the holidays coming, I feel stressed, thinking that I'm going to cave in to temptation. I really need help. Well, I think that's a really good question and a really good project for her to work on. Her mom has gained her weight back, but that doesn't mean she has to. She'd be better to stick with what she's doing and encourage her mom 
to eat healthier over the holidays and cut back on her portions and how she cooks. If she cooks with a lot of butter and oil, again, those add a lot of calories and just really try to stay focused and lead by example. It doesn't mean she has to miss out on the things that she likes, but she, just like you said earlier, she takes a smaller amount, enjoys it, doesn't go back for seconds. And you know, other people kind of see what you do and her mom just might get re-inspired and be ready to start again, which would be awesome. Well, that's what I always think, because I think you touched upon this the first time we spoke. We want to lose weight fast, you know, and to me, I think that's getting into real dangerous territory. Uh, That's when I, I think people will start going off on the fad diets. And to me, that's a recipe for disaster because you don't live your entire life on a fad diet. At some point, you go back into the real world, the real eating. And so when I hear the word diet, and I've used it, I think I just used it earlier in the conversation, it, it kind of makes me get a chill like, uh-uh, no, no, no. Take diet out of the vocabulary and start looking at all of this as a life change. Because with diets, I think you're meant to fail. So if people are going into the holidays thinking, I don't want to gain the weight, I've got to stick on this diet, this and that, I've got to lose umpteen amount of pounds before the new year, I think you set yourself up to fail. Isn't that correct? Absolutely. The word diet, as we spoke on our first call, is something that people do continuously. What we're trying to do, you and I and all of us that believe the same way, is to stop the word diet and to start the word living. Living in a lifestyle where you can enjoy what you eat in moderation, combined with some walking or exercise and cutting back on your sweets. It doesn't say you can't have sweets, but not as many. And just really making this a healthy way to live so that your your blood pressure is good and your heart rate is good and your cholesterol is good and you just feel better. I so totally agree because there's so many benefits that, you know, follow this lifestyle change. You've often said something, and it's always stayed with me, Adrian, which is it's not what you're eating, but what's eating you. So I think when you start to identify some of those triggers that will set you off into maybe opening up the refrigerator and grabbing that piece of cake or, oh, yeah, I can just have this one cookie, and then the one cookie leads to a second one and then a third one and a fourth one. I think it really has a lot of truth, you know, that that you really have to look inside of yourself and also kind of give yourself a good corrective jerk. You know, what is creating? Exactly. And you don't want the holiday mentality here. Well, I'm just going to eat whatever I want and I'll start again in January. That's what we want to avoid. (laughs) We want to eat to enjoy ourselves in moderation over the holidays and not have to do damage control in January and feel like now I'm so out of control, I don't know where to start. We want to be able to keep some semblance of order. Exactly, because I cannot tell you how many times I have entered the New Year saying, okay, this is going to be my New Year's resolution. I'm going to drop X amount of pounds before February or March, whatever. And I'm good for maybe the first week and boom, you know, I go right back because I haven't learned the lesson as to what triggers me into eating those foods. And you've been a lifesaver, believe me. And I've sat in 
on some of your uh, coaching and you're amazing. You know, I mean, people really do take in what you are saying, but they're not just taking it in, they're applying it. And that's what makes you good, Adrian. That's what makes you fantastic. Well, thank you, Chris. And I also say that we don't want to make a New Year's resolution because they last about three days. What we want to do is make a commitment to ourselves, whether it's starting fresh now or starting fresh then, it's a commitment, not a resolution. Well, you know, this goes right into question number four from Andrea in Alhambra, California. She said, every year I say to myself that starting January 1st, I'm going to make my New Year's resolution to lose the weight. I'm good for maybe two weeks, and then I slide off the wagon. I need to stop procrastinating. I know I have to start now, but is it wise to start over the holiday season? That's a good question. It's a great question. I would say to start now, to kind of just get yourself in check, start thinking about how I'm going to handle the holidays, where are my biggest issues, is it Thanksgiving, is it Christmas Eve, is it some other holiday that you have in your family during the holidays. Think about what are the most important days. Think about planning ahead for those days and easing your way in to making the new year easy and ready for you to even tackle it further by not feeling completely lost and out of control over the next month because it's really just another month. And we can get overwhelmed so fast. I know I can. One of the things you know you touch upon is protein. Protein does fill you up. So, for instance, uh, and I'm not saying you know everybody has to follow this, but for me it works. Where I'll hard boil a bunch of eggs. So if I do get that little craving, like yeah, you know I need to eat something, but I'm not really that hungry, I have a hard boiled egg, and it really does fill me up. And it's understanding that you don't have to keep going back to the refrigerator like the commercial break on TV. Uh, whatever the case may be, where you have to open up the refrigerator and start reaching in. So, you know, I, I really encourage people, get some uh, good healthy fruits and vegetables, carrot sticks, um, even the hard-boiled eggs. And you can find so many items today in the markets, and you can train taste buds. I have learned that. So instead of, let's say, a sour cream dip, you can get a low-fat you know, or a no-fat sour cream, and blend it in with some vegetables. And it is tasty, so you don't have to deny yourself. One question that came in, this was our last question, is is from Henry. Now, Henry, just a soft spot in my heart here. He says, Adrian, I'm from South Yorkshire, England, and I sent this email because I'm a 76-year-old widower. I've allowed myself to put on some unnecessary stones. I guess that's the English word for pounds have some health issues, which I know is due to my weight, but I just can't seem to find the right diet that works for me. You said diet set us up to fail. If not a diet, what can I do to lose the weight and feel healthier? Well, that's a great one, Henry. And for that, I would say start cutting down on the carbs and the sweets. Start eating more protein, fruits and vegetables, Get out and take a walk every day, even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes, and really look at the way you're preparing foods in the house. Again, healthier ingredients, as you said before, Chris, more fruit, more vegetables, and take it in one step at a time. And I can tell you, Henry, that weight will come down. 
I do agree with that. In fact, you know, I'm a walker, so my exercise is just get me out there where I can walk, and I'm doing great. But you've often said, too, that it's not just exercise that takes down the weight, the pounds. It's a combination, you know, of what you're eating, what you are putting into your mouth, combined with the exercise. You had mentioned something once interesting about the donut. How how many laps around a track to burn up how many calories for that one donut? It was a lot. Well, it's 77 zero minutes of power walking, whether it's on the street or on a course, to burn off one donut. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Right. Oh, my God. So everybody, think again when you want to reach for the donut, even though you love the donut. One thing I've done, though, is if, if you really have that craving and you have to have that bite of a donut is just take a quarter of it, you know, uh, have a quarter, you know, split it with a friend. Split it with somebody, and then it's only exactly. 35 minutes of power walking. Exactly, exactly. And we could all uh, we can all do 35 minutes, that's, that's for we sure. We sure could. And, uh, you know, in, in fact, a, a, another trick here, and I learned this from you, is going out to have lunch. So I go out and have lunch, and uh, if I'm having lunch with somebody who wants to share, what I'll usually do is with a half a sandwich is I take the top bread off, and discard it. Now, sometimes I'm real tempted to eat that other piece of bread that I've just discarded. So now I've learned another trick, Adrian. It's called pour the water on it because nobody's going to eat soggy bread with water poured on it. That was a great idea, Chris. Then you've only got like this little quarter piece of bread. But Adrian, you have so much information. You're a wealth of knowledge. There are so many people who you have allowed to have a success story. And that's what I love about you is you give them the tools. And I always share that story of the toolbox. We come into the world as a blank page and we're handed this toolbox. And what you've done is you're giving people tools to use, uh, you know, for healthier, happier lives, you know, and it's not a diet. It's just rearranging the thinking of what we're doing to our body, what we're putting into our mouths. Uh, And you can make healthier lifestyle choices and not gain all that weight. So I thank you, Adrian, so much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And can I just mention again that you are in the process of writing a book called I Know... I Know What to Do. I'm just not doing it. Great. And uh, what chapter are you on now? Chapter seven. I'm getting close to three quarters done. Good, because when that book is finished, we want to have you back on again, okay? Is that a deal? Absolutely. I'm excited for your listeners to do better over the holidays. Well, we'll keep you posted. Absolutely. Adrian, thank you so much. You too. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to On Cue. I invite you to visit our Facebook page, On Cue Chris Costello, for more information and for upcoming guests. Remember, each of us has a voice and a story. So until next time, share a smile, laugh often, be kind to each other, and let's help make this an even better world. <laughs>